Do you hate your body image? Real life starts now. Welcome to Real Life with Evangelist Ann and Kathleen Lay, where people with real problems find answers in a real God. Welcome to Real Life. I'm your host, Kathleen Light, and joining me is my husband, Evangelist Don Light. Later in the show, you'll hear from Keola San Diego, who was bulimic because she hated her body image. You know, I think most people can be insecure about something in their life, in their body. And I know for me growing up, when I was young, I had a cute little button nose. But as I started getting into my teens, my nose got broken. And all I could do is focus on how much I hated my nose. Mm. And every time I look in the mirror, I thought, I need to get that fixed. I need a nose job. And I hated it. And I would look at other people's noses compared to mine. Well, you know, that's a common thought. Even the greatest models, you know, who everyone is so envious of, there's some part of their body that they absolutely wish was changed. Mm -hmm. Even models are not fully content with the way their body looks. Mm -hmm. And it is hard. You know, so many of us, gosh, around the beginning of the year, we make resolutions that we're going to get fit, we're going to look a certain way, and we're going to be happier because of that, right? Right. But that's just not true. You know, what I found is that when you come to Christ, the main point is not how your body looks, but your understanding that God made you and that that is beautiful in itself, not Mm. by some magazine or comparing yourself to someone else. The Bible says in 1 Timothy chapter 6, now godliness with contentment is great gain. It is much more gain for you to be happy with how you look and how God made you Mm -hmm. than for you to always be comparing yourself and always feeling sad and depressed. The Bible says you are fearfully and wonderfully made. God doesn't make mistakes. Let's hear from Keola after the break. Real life is made possible by people like you. We'd like to take this opportunity to sincerely thank you for your generous support. We couldn't do it without you. May God bless. Welcome back to Real Life. I'm your host, Kathleen Light, and joining me is my husband, Evangelist Don Lang. Hello, everyone. Joining us is Keola San Diego, and at 16 years old, she looked in the mirror and didn't like what she looked like. And she started going down a path where she would starve herself and ultimately started purging in order to feel skinny, but it never worked. She struggled with her self-esteem, and we're going to hear more about that. Keola, welcome to the show. Thank you. Yes. So tell me about when you were 16 years old and you're a sophomore, what were you thinking when you looked in the mirror? Well, I felt like I wasn't good enough or pretty enough. I felt as if I was super fat when I really wasn't. So then I began to compare myself to girls who I saw as gorgeous, super fit, and perfect. But comparing is what I feel deeply led me into a dark road full of lies that I began to solely believe. Mm. Tell me about those lies, because there are people listening, young girls, women, even men, who struggle with their image and the thoughts that come to their head and their mind. What were some of those things you were telling yourself and believing? Well, when I looked into the mirror, I felt that my acne was just taking away from the beauty that I had. I felt like my smile wasn't a good smile because I couldn't really afford braces, I thought I had a man face and that I was as bad as a hippo. Even though I was super active, I was in track, volleyball. I was just very blind to seeing how I really was. Mm -hmm. Do you think any outside resources were coming to you or people saying things to you or was it all just your own thoughts? 
I think it was just all my own thoughts. I mean, ever since I was younger, I've been really hard on myself. When I looked at other girls, I thought, like, I'm not her. And if she's prettier, then I need to get to her level or something like that. Wow. Mm. Yeah, I think people can relate to that. Yeah. And I know that for you, one of the ways you thought that you would feel better about yourself is if you could somehow get skinnier. Maybe that would make you more beautiful, more attractive, more wanted. Mm -hmm. And so you started to starve yourself. Tell me a little bit about that. Well, when I first starved myself, I made sure I ate about an amount of calories that I could run off on that same day. And Mm. I ate that specific amount because I told myself that once I swallowed any ounce of food, it would go straight to my thighs, my stomach, or anywhere else. And this lie that I believed, it had me feel that if I didn't run off everything I consumed, then it would immediately convert to fat. And so along with trying to starve myself, I also tried to run four miles a day and worked out. Oh, man. And I'm sure you probably were not feeling very good because I can imagine that would make someone feel weak. Yes, I was very drained. And I was also the sophomore vice president. So trying to keep up with every event and being out late, being up early and just handling my classes as well, it was just becoming a very big struggle and it was getting in the way of daily life. Mm. Now you decided that you liked food too much. It was too hard to eat too little. So purging would be the best option. Tell me how that started to Mm. play into your life. Yes, because of my tremendous love for food, I thought that starving was not my outlet or like the greatest option for me. So after I ate, I would at least purge 10 times a day as well as run four miles a day and work out. Mm. And it may have been 10 times or more because if I didn't throw up the amount that I desired to get out of my stomach, I would repeat and repeat until it was a great amount. And it was nasty. (laughs) I will tell you that. But I could list what is hard and not hard to throw up, what smells the worst and what has the worst aftertaste. I did not enjoy it. Mm. I felt super guilty, but I got fast results on losing weight. However, I was blind to see how thin I was getting. So I continued to do that. Wow. And was anyone in your family or anyone noticing or saying stuff to you? Like, are you okay? Did you look sick? No, I didn't receive any comments from anybody. So I think that because no one was saying anything to me, I felt like I still looked the same. But no matter how skinny you got, you still felt ugly and not enough and not pretty. And it was really a deep-seated thing that was actually spiritual. It was more than just the physical. You were trying to fix your spiritual life actually through this because you were feeling empty inside. And one day something happened that changed your life. Can you tell me about that? Well, I think it was a series of events because it occurred over more than a year. And so with every event, I think God showed himself even more. Mm. The first one is providing the close friends that I have, the church friends, because before I opened up, I thought that opening up was the worst thing to do. And I thought that it wasn't such a bad thing to want to lose weight. Mm. And that's what caused it to get worse. 
Right. But once I opened up to a church friend, she really persisted on being there for me. Mm. And she was the first friend that didn't leave me after me opening up to her. And then after that, she kind of just really made me hold on to the rope (laughs) and like on to faith and my hope. Mm -hmm. And then after that, it was through messages during church services. And it would just coincidentally always be something that I needed to hear. Mm. And then later into senior year, I was actually healing and sawing a big difference in my mindsets. And my friends were super supportive. And that's what really helped me. But I felt like I was stuck in just one spot. Like I was healed, but I was still not really feeling like I was going anywhere. I was just kind of in this blank spot. But I recently just got rebaptized and it was not planned. And ever since I felt my relationship got closer to God and I've just been super happy and I love to eat and I'm just perfectly (laughs) fine with my image now. Well, do you think it had a lot to do with knowing who you are? Because a lot of times people will try to fill a void because they don't have that relationship with God or they don't know their identity. And what it sounds like is as you grew closer in the word of God and as you got baptized, you felt this closeness and acceptance. Yes. I think my own thoughts that I strongly started to believe began to represent my own identity, which was all based off of lies. And Mm. I think that once my church friends started to help me see how God actually sees me, made me actually listen to her and try to apply it to myself as well as through church. Mm. And once I started to not believe everything that I was telling myself when I looked into the mirror, I would say, man, I'm looking good today. I'm beautiful. I'm not fat. Mm -hmm. I started to believe more of what God says about us because when I used to hear how he said, we have our own unique traits, I kind of rolled my eyes at that. But once I started to believe that, I started to see my own identity and who I really am. Wow. And, you know, I believe as the Bible says, the truth sets people free and you received the truth and believed it and held on to it. Mm -hmm. And there are people right now who struggle with their identity, who they are trying to find love or be accepted and have eating disorders or drinking problems because they're trying to fill that void. Mm -hmm. What's one word of encouragement you'd tell someone right now who's struggling? I would say that perspective is everything. Amen. Perspective is everything. Yep. And it's the perspective of God. I believe that will change you. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much. I'm so thankful that God set you free from this eating disorder. And we're going to pray for those who need freedom and deliverance to know who they are. God bless you, Kiola. I think the biggest thing that a lot of people are struggling with is they want to be like somebody else. Everybody wants to compare. And when you compare, naturally, when you see yourself, you will see something that in your mind will suddenly say ugly or not beautiful. But the truth is, as Keola found, is that God is the one who forms and fashions everyone. I mean, think about this. There's not one person who is just like you. You are the only one on this earth who carries the features that you carry. And in his sight, his perspective on you is that you are wonderfully and beautifully and fearfully made. Mm -hmm. That's what the Bible says. Yes. And so know this, that when you know him, 
then you will know yourself better. So Jesus, we call upon your name for someone out there who said, I've never received you into my life, Jesus. I want to do that now. I want to receive the creator of me mm-hmm. into my life yes. so that my true beauty can be illuminated mm. and revealed in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Call out to Jesus and let him tell you who you are, not the world. God bless you all. Thank you for tuning in. You're listening to Real Life. 